Hello, hello, and welcome back. Today we are diving into two ways that your subconscious is blocking you from sharing your gifts with the world. So if you are a woman who maybe already has her own business, or maybe this is something you're thinking about or considering, but regardless, you have these gifts and this deep passion within you to share them and be more of service and really put yourself out there, but something is holding you back. And maybe you've already been doing different things to work on breaking that, or maybe you're just realizing that you're holding yourself back from showing up fully. Uh, this is going to help you because these are two of the really uh, most common things I've seen from working with hundreds of women over the last few years, but also sometimes the most sneaky in that it's really hard for us to see how it's showing up when we're in it, okay? So I'm hoping in this video I will help you illuminate what might be going on and I'll definitely be sharing things that will support you in breaking free from that as well so that you can really start expressing fully who you are and all that you have to offer, okay? This is something that I do teach inside my quantum healing hypnosis courses. Specifically, what I'm relating to and bringing up today is inside my Activate bundle, which is all about activating your gifts, your uh, authentic expression, your divine feminine energy, your connection to the higher realms and to your higher self so that you can bring forth these multi-dimensional gifts that make up who you are and really start owning and embodying that every single day, okay? So that link is down below if you want to know more, but let's dive into the very first thing. And this is a way that the subconscious can hold you back and kind of keep you in your comfort zone or keep you in a place where it feels like it's safe and it feels like it still has control. And what this can be caused by is a persecution wound or a fear of judgment or a lack of safety in sharing your fullness. So I'm going to give examples of all of this if that sounds very wordy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just threw out like a whole bunch of words at once. So the persecution wound can especially connect back to past lives and many really spiritually gifted women have experienced this because they have a lifetime or potentially multiple lifetimes where they were healers or shamans or working with the earth or doing things in a holistic way. Traditionally, it's very much connected to the earth, but society, the world itself, maybe the communities they lived in were uncomfortable with this and didn't feel uh, supportive of it. And this could be things such as, you know, burning witches at the stake and not even witches, right? Witches, but like women who were working with the earth or who understood energy. Um, I personally had a past life where I was very much working with herbs and I lived off in like this beautiful field outside of the town and I was helping people heal using herbology and yeah, working with the earth and different plant medicines. 
And then the um, kind of law enforcement back in the day, I don't know what you'd call them, but had come in because the establishment wasn't happy that I was helping people heal naturally. They felt fear around it. And I was taken and actually locked in a dungeon and spent the rest of my life there, bound up, gagged, like voice suppressed, uh, ability to live or literally do anything was completely suppressed. And so when I started using quantum healing hypnosis, when I connected back to this particular past life, I saw the trauma that I was still holding uh, within my energetic field, within my body, uh, within my subconscious, right? This persecution wound, this fear of it's not safe for me to share my gifts. It's not safe for me to be um, doing healing work in this life and speaking my truth and sharing these holistic ways of living or being because in a past life, I was literally tied up in a dungeon until I died and was pulled away from my husband, from my child, from my beautiful life of doing healing work that I loved. Literally everything was taken from me because I went against the establishment. And <laughs> that is very much what I'm here to do in this life because I don't believe in any of the systems or structures or the ways, you know, things are operating. And so I'm very much, you know, trying to bring alternatives and trying to break myself and others free from these systems that have been placed here. And so I had a lot of fear around speaking up and sharing my truth and putting myself out there. So that is just one tiny example of how your subconscious might be holding on to something that isn't even from this lifetime, okay? The fear of judgment side could be from childhood. It could be that you expressed yourself as a kid and one of your parents dismissed you or told you to be quiet. Or it might be that you always had this passion for what your current passion is now, right? Whatever uh, gifts you're maybe already connected to or the ways that you want to show up in the world, you feel so strongly about them and you're deeply connected to them, passionate about it. But as a child, when you were embracing that side of you, it got dismissed or it got hushed, right? Or someone said something kind of rude or hurtful to you at the time and your subconscious has held on to that trauma or that experience and now you don't feel safe to put yourself out there again. So as you'll notice, it often comes back to a lack of safety because the subconscious is trying to protect us at all times and even the ego mind is trying to protect us at all times because your survival is its number one thing, right? But a lot of times it's trying to, uh, trying to keep us alive, but it's not truthful fears. It's not actual things that you need to be in survival mode over. For example, speaking my truth. We could say that, yes, hypothetically, that could escalate to a point of survival mode. But in general, if I show up here and I speak my truth, or if I share a certain gift or talent or calling with the world, 
am I necessarily going to be persecuted right away? Am I going to be burned at the stake, locked in a dungeon? <laughs> uh, mostly, most likely, hopefully, that's not actually going to happen. But my subconscious, as well as the 3D, more egoic mind, might be attached to that fear of like, it's not safe for me to put myself out there because this could happen and it could get to this very worst case scenario. And I don't want that, so I'm going to keep myself safe. I'm going to stay here, right? It's a protective mechanism, but unfortunately, it keeps a lot of people and a lot of really, really talented and gifted heart-centered women from sharing their gifts with the world. And they hold back. And from that place, it becomes really easy to doubt yourself more and start to go, maybe I'm just not meant to share this. Uh, maybe that's just like a far off dream. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm just supposed to settle here, or follow this path or stay doing this thing. Your mind will start to justify to keep you safe. And I am here to help you rise up and embody your highest self and honor the fullness of your desires, the fullness of your destiny and what you're here to share and create and embody in the world, okay? So using things such as quantum healing hypnosis, breath work is also so powerful. That's been one of my favorites over the years. I do it every single day and I've done it every day for like five years. Um, breath work to help connect and again, release energies of trauma or, you know, the fear of it's like, it's not safe for me, or I'll be judged, I'll be dismissed, okay? So both of those are examples of that kind of persecution wound, persecution wound <laughs> and fear of judgment. Now, the second thing I want to get into is something a bit more commonly talked about, which is imposter syndrome, and that is the whole, who am I to do this thing, right? Who am I to put myself out there in the world this way? Who am I to share these gifts or talk about this or take up space here, right? Whatever it is you're wanting to step into, this is an, a perfect example of a disconnect between the past self and the future self. Or also we could say the lower self and the higher self, okay? Your higher self and or I use them interchangeably at times. I'm going to do that for this video. Your higher self or future self is like the version of you who's already fully living it. They're already embodying this next level version or that highest possible version of you, right? They have already overcome the certain struggles. They're already in the identity. They're already in the beingness of like, this is who I am. Your past self or your lower self the version of you who's going, who am I to do that? It's this smallness, right? It's this pullback. And you only have that if you're not being it. If you're already embodying this, if you had already been sharing your gifts for a year, for 10 years, the level of confidence, the level of deep inner knowing and certainty, the level of identification you'd have with that version of you, is insanely different from if you are embodying your lower self or stuck in the past. 
So imposter syndrome comes when there's the disconnect, right? And sometimes it feels like you're in this void where you're like, okay, I've been doing the work. I've been trying to shed these old beliefs and leave these things behind, but I'm not quite where I want to get to. I don't have all the things yet that I want. I'm not fully living this new reality. And so I'm in this middle area and it feels very empty <laughs> and I don't really know which one am I yet, right? I'm not quite her, but I'm not really her. And like, how do I navigate this? And your subconscious by default typically reverts to whatever has been the most consistent. So it's easiest for your subconscious to revert to the old self, revert to the old thoughts, the old habits, the old ways of speaking, uh, the old environments, anything that felt normalized and has been normalized for a long time, which is why using deep reprogramming work and being consistent with your practices and continuing to embody daily the future version of you, even if it's not here yet, but stepping into that and like building that, normalizing it is so crucial to help you really leap into putting that out into the world more fully. I want to share quickly, this is making me think of uh, one of the women who went through Activate and she was so gifted spiritually. Her intuition was like insanely tuned in. She was very connected to poetry and channeled writing where she would just, you know, do her meditation, get into this very flow state meditation or dance and movement and she would just get the most beautiful poems coming through and this was such a gift that she had had her whole life but she didn't see the way to share it fully and she didn't feel confident to put herself out there and start doing it she also was really connected to um, you know doing readings for people because of her ability to tune in and use her intuition like she always asked the right questions and was able to help guide them on their path and to connecting to their gifts and their higher self but she didn't have the confidence in doing this fully because again she was in this this disconnect between the imposter syndrome and the old self saying who am I to do this who am I to put myself out there this way who am I to turn this passion into a career, turn this gift into something where I'm getting an energetic exchange. Less than that, just who am I to share this and to claim that this is what I can do? She had things from childhood where it had been dismissed from family. She also had a past life connection that she uncovered that was keeping her from feeling safe to do it. And then she had that you know, lingering current subconscious program that was wanting to hold her there. And after a couple sessions of the quantum healing hypnosis and allowing herself to clear out that old programming and build confidence and um, certainty, like this deep embodiment and knowing of like, yes, okay, this is my gift and I am this amazing channel and my words, my expression through my poetry or my ability to see people and guide them 
is so powerful and this isn't something that every single person does naturally. Like this is a unique gift to me and I'm meant to be sharing it. Of course, I'm going to be supported in doing this. And she started stepping into that and she, uh, it was so beautiful. She went to poetry slams and started sharing her um, writing there. She started a new Instagram and started putting things on there as well. She started doing one-off sessions and supporting other women using her intuition and her guidance. And it was like this full 180 from the old self who was telling her she wasn't ready yet, telling her she wasn't good enough, that she couldn't do it or she shouldn't do it, to embodying more and more of her higher self in the present moment. And like truly bridging that gap <laughs> or like collapsing that timeline to start embodying more fully all that she is. So this is such a beautiful process and I just want to explain or like not explain, I just want to express how quickly things can shift when you do this because your subconscious, although it has spent so long being programmed one way, all it takes is getting into the relaxed state where it is more open and malleable and you're back in that kind of like sponge. <laughs> and if we wring the sponge out, clear out all the things it's been holding on to for your whole life, and now it gets to be filled up with something different, right? It's almost like if you wash dishes and now the sponge is like full of dirty water, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, traumas or experiences of pain, memories of being dismissed or told you're not good enough, right? Dirty, mucky water that has now filled the sponge. And if you can get into a state where it's safe and you're relaxed and you can bring that out, and then now you're like, oh, I've got this beautiful, basically new, empty sponge, and I can fill it in with something beautiful and supportive and connected to what I'm here to do, connected to personal empowerment and like honoring my energy and the gift that I am by being my truest self, now you get to show up in the world from a completely different version of you way, way quicker because you've connected to it on the subconscious level. So you do a hypnosis or two, get into that state, bring the sponge, refill it with something supportive, and then you open your eyes and you're like, I feel like a totally different person. I feel so empowered now. And I'm ready to start putting myself out there just like this woman who did the same and started sharing her gifts. So I just want you to realize that working with the subconscious is one of the fastest ways to create these shifts so that you don't have to stay stuck in any of that fear, doubt, persecution, wounding, you know, fear of judgment or the imposter syndrome because that chatter is painful. I know I've been there a lot. It can hold you back for a long time. And this is in my personal experience of a decade of doing this um, deep, deep healing for myself and five years helping clients with it two, two or three years now, three years now, specifically with quantum healing hypnosis and 
helping hundreds of clients, holding thousands of sessions, this is one of the fastest ways, if not, I would say, the fastest way to do this. So the link is down below if you want to know more. And I hope this video was helpful. Please let me know. Also, I'd love to hear in the comments if you've had any experiences with either subconscious reprogramming work as well as anything connected to past lives because that's so eye-opening. And I know some in my audience have done different things and had downloads or connections come in from that. So I'm always curious. I'm always open to hear your experiences. So please feel free to share. And thank you so much for being here. I hope this was helpful. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you on the next video.